Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Events Week. So we are going to talk about events and gathering people together and uh, different principles that can help us do it in a more effective way to, uh, you know, really lead in an effective way and also to um, highlight our executive presence. Um, I mentioned it in the previous episode. A lot of this content is from or inspired by a fantastic book I recently read, The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. So today we're going to talk about excluding people from event. And that sounds horrible, right? Whoa, 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 Joe, why would we exclude everyone? We're inclusive. Haven't you heard about diversity, you know, inclusion and equity or diversity, equity and inclusion? Yeah, I think that's the, <laughs> that's the right formation. Diversity, equity and inclusion, D-E-I. Why would we ever want to exclude someone from the meeting? And, you know, I can sort of intuitively kind of struggled with this and, and felt some of this myself. And I really enjoyed the way um, Priya uh, kind of explained and honed in on this through um, the various experience she has had, you know, having a job where she organizes meetings. Um, and the insight that she revealed is that sometimes you need to exclude certain people to maximize the diversity of the people who are in the meeting. Right. So, um, for example, um, I'm just making stuff up. Let's say you want to have an event um, for, you know, gay professional athletes um, so they can really talk and about um, what they can do to sort of uh, make things more equitable and fair going forward and kind of change those um, perhaps negative uh, improper perceptions um, towards them as you know, athletes and indeed as human beings. Um, you know, there may be a situation where for a specific type of meeting and, and last week, uh, yesterday, we talked about purpose, right? There may be a particular purpose where that purpose is best informed by only having people who identify as gay um, professional athletes in that meeting um, and to save meetings with, you know, straight or other um, professional athletes or management for a different meeting. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, that allows the people who are in the meeting to bring forth their full diversity because they feel that they have that strong similarity with the other people in the meeting. Uh, and therefore, there may be some of them who are earlier in the process of letting people know what's going on. There may be some people who are later. There may be some people who've had great experiences and everything went well, and we can learn from that. And there may, may be ones who things were just horrible as soon as they told anyone what was going on. And then people can reflect like, wow, maybe that could have happened to me. Um, I didn't know that it could get that bad. So in a way, as long as it's in line with the purpose, sometimes excluding people who don't fully match the purpose actually allows more diversity in the particular meeting. And the idea is not to exclude everybody from everything other than a small group. The idea is to meet the purpose of the group or the cause you're having in the best way and to be okay sometimes with excluding people for the purpose of the diversity. Um, and you can think about various other, you know, 
scenarios where that maybe happen where you know there may be meetings where you just want women in the meeting and you don't want to invent uh, invite men to a particular type of meeting because that would uh, not allow the women to be as comfortable versus you know as they would be in a room or in a meeting just with other women um, and not to say that you wouldn't ever invite men to any meeting um, you know I'm pretty active in uh, various women's committees at uh, you know, where I work at KPMG and I'm able to add value, but I can see situations where, you know, maybe I don't need to be in that meeting. Maybe having me there is actually going to be a negative. And, you know, frankly, not being invited, you know, to that meeting, um, you know, would be better for everyone uh, involved. Um, so it's something to think about, um, just to not blindly um, assume that everybody uh, being invited to everything is always a good Thing. And, you know, somewhat counterintuitively, um, as long as it lines up with the purpose of, of what you're doing and, you know, helping uh, the overall cause uh, and the group, sometimes excluding uh, people that don't match that particular purpose for that particular meeting can actually increase the diversity, increase the value for the people who are there um, and can be a better uh, thing. So what I'd love for you to do um, today is uh, maybe just think a little bit more um, deeply about what it really means to be diverse and inclusive and exclusive. Um, not always think that, um, you know, blindly that, uh, oh, we always have to do things one way because people will think poorly of us or, you know, you'll be scared, um, you know, to do things another way, um, to really consider uh, what is the overall goal of what you're trying to accomplish? And sometimes it takes a little bit of courage and bravery to try things a different way, um, do things that aren't initially obvious. Um, however, you know, that's what leaders get paid to do, right? To, to sometimes take those not obvious positions, share them with people, convince people, sort of be out there alone in the beginning as they lead from, you know, from the front as opposed to way behind. Um, until other people can catch up and say, okay, I didn't understand that at first, um, but now I understand why we're doing it that way. Well, my name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. You've been preparing for this your entire life. Your blood, sweat, and tears have truly paid off and brought you to this moment. You are highly skilled, highly recommended, and highly motivated. You step into the arena and suddenly...
Oh, come on. Not this again. Ever show up someplace you're supposed to be, deserve to be, ready to excel, only to be met by a person who is surprised you're you and not someone else? Most leadership training for underrepresented professionals doesn't address the unique context of being in an environment where your advancement is still considered an anomaly. The Thrive Guide is designed to deliver strategies to address your unique challenges, such as overcoming negative preconceptions, how to get the best opportunities, dealing with disrespectful behavior, and more. By the end of this course, you'll have a guide to thrive, not just in some promise tomorrow, but wherever you choose to be today. Let's get thriving. Hello, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels Events Week. Today, we're going to talk about the concept of perimeter and what that has to do with an event and how that can either positively impact or negatively impact um, the results of an event. And in uh, a book that I read recently, The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker, uh, there was a really interesting example uh, about perimeter and how that could make a difference in terms of events. And the example Priya gave was in terms of seating, which we're all familiar with, seating um, at a restaurant. And uh, I've had this happen where uh, sometimes I walk into uh, a business dinner or business meeting and because of the level of noise in the restaurant and the way the table is arranged, I immediately get stressed. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.